All right, it says we're live. Uh, if you're, if anybody's watching, uh, welcome to Trail Chatter episode two. Uh, today we're sitting down with Matt Williams, the Cadmont Trail Executive Director. Uh, he is approaching his third year uh, leading the Cadmont Trail Association. So we thought we'd uh, sit down and figure out, like talk to him about how it's going. Um, hey Matt, how's it going? <laughs> hey, good, how are you? <laughs> uh, we were just chatting a little bit ago about how uh, it's, it's a little bit strange that we're interviewing you, um, being that we work together. Uh, but at the same time, um, we are now approaching a year under um, pandemic protocols in the office. So I honestly haven't seen you that <laughs> very frequently over the last year. I know it's a little strange. Yeah. So uh, let's start off a little bit with uh, like, where are, you, where, are you, where are you living right now? You're in Vermont, so you're out in Moortown. And where and you grew up in Vermont, right? I did, yeah, yeah. So we live in Moortown. Um, I I'm an Upper Valley kid originally, though. I grew up in Sharon, Vermont, um, down uh, near the Connecticut off off 89, and um, spent most of my life there. My parents still live in the Upper Valley, and and uh, after after college, I lived in uh, Montpelier and Moortown for a bit, and my wife and I left uh, for a few years, and and now we're back. Back for good this time, for sure. Nice. Not going anywhere now. And it's not just you and your wife anymore, right? Not just, no, we have a, we have a little boy, uh, which is awesome. And, and uh, yeah, so skiing has changed a little bit this year, but we've, we've, uh, he's, he's about four months old. So he's spending lots of time in the chest carrier, um, getting out in the snow. And that's been, yeah, whole new experience, super fun. And you guys have some backyard trails, so it's really easy to get out. Yeah, man, just super grateful for those this year. That's for sure. Yeah, nice not to have to get in the car to go ski, and the snow is awesome. So, yeah, perfect. So, when when was your first time on skis? If you grew up in Vermont, I imagine it was pretty early. But it was pretty early. Um, it, it's pre like my memory for sure. Uh, my my parents have stories of me when I was. I, I guess, it, I mean, they took me skiing as an infant um, in, in a backpack. They're, they're jealous of all the like sweet carrier systems that exist now. Um, <laughs> the, the technology is definitely, for skiing with an infant has definitely improved in, in 30 years. But, um, but yeah, so they took me skiing as an infant and I, I've heard stories of as like maybe an 18 month old or so. Like I had these, um, you know, like little Sorel boots that were like, multiple sizes too big so I could grow into them and they would like they would get me out of the backpack at snack breaks and like clamp the you know front of the Sorel that was like way out beyond my toes into the three pin binding and I would like you know not go anywhere but try to lift the skis up off the snow and stomp around in a circle kind of thing at break so I, I think those are like my first ski experiences but that's awesome. And yeah. so it sounds, it sounds like skiing was like part of your, your childhood growing up and were you guys, uh, was your family kind of Alpine focused, backcountry, Nordic, kind of multidiscipline? Kind of everything, but yeah, more, more backcountry than anything else. I mean, I did, um, not as a little kid, but eventually I started Nordic ski racing and I, um, as like a, a, a Bill Coke skier, um, J, J4s, I started racing and I, I raced through high school. Um, and I, I alpine skied a little bit. I learned how to alpine ski at Suicide Six through the like school ski runners, you know, youth learn to ski program. And 
Um, but I, I stopped alpine skiing in like fourth grade and we basically skied out the door, out the back door. That's like what we did. So I had some, some waxless car hoos and, and, um, you know, various iterations of, of ski after that. And I, I just learned how to tele ski on, um, skinny skis and three pins. And, and, uh, and we, I grew up on a little farm and so we had like 14 acres of, of fields out the back door and, um, and our neighbors had a sugar bush up above that. And so I'd just go out and tromp around and try to figure it out. <laughs> That's awesome. So, yeah. so it sounds like backcountry skiing was like there right from the beginning. And yeah. Yeah. It wasn't like, you know, big mountain, you know, um, stuff, but it was it definitely like local backcountry for sure. Yeah. Well, I feel like that's what the Catamount Trail is about. It's not necessarily big yeah. mountain skiing. It's just about being in your backyard and uh, kind of cruising, being in the woods in the winter. Um, do, you have, do you have like an early ski experience that was like um, kind of like really solidified, like skiing need to be part of your life? Or was it just kind of like, it seems like it was just so pervasive. It might be. Yeah, it's funny. Like, yeah, we were, you know, I... I, I was, I was trying to think about that and, and um, yeah, it really just was like, I mean, I played hockey some when I was a kid too. So there's a little, there was some skating in my life, but um, you know, really it was just like in the winter we went skiing and I, I, I so I can't really remember a, a moment. It, it was just sort of what I did and um, I've always loved it. And um, you know, I, as a kid, I basically like, if I, unless the logistics of hockey practice precluded it, if there was snow on the ground, I went skiing. So, um, and then by the time I was in, in middle school, I wasn't even playing hockey anymore. So I just basically skied every day. And um, yeah, I don't know. It just, it's, it's just what I, it's always been what you do in the winter for me. <laughs> yeah, not so much a thing of like, I need this in my life, but like how, what's, what's life without skiing? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. It sounds fun. I wish I grew up in Michigan, lower Michigan. So skiing really wasn't a part of my <laughs> growing up. Yeah, I definitely feel lucky um, to have grown up where I did and in, in, you know, a rural part. I mean, all of Vermont is rural, but just to have that access like right out the door, just it changes the um, the nature of things. And the, the times I've lived in cities, it's just been such a struggle. I just, the, I can't, I've never been able to wrap my head around having to get in the car every time I, you know, Every yeah. time I want to do something, you know. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and with all the skiing, this long history of skiing, have you ever tried snowboarding? <laughs> Only, <laughs> I, I, I think once. I, I mean, I remember. I only remember one time. And our our neighbors, one of our neighbors, snowboarded. Um, he was around my age, and um, it was just out in our backyard, like on the little hill behind our house, and he let me try it. And I went like 30 feet and went off a little bump and like dug the, you know, nosedived into the snow and crashed and <laughs> it did not go well. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, never, never, uh, never got into it. I did teleboard for a season or two, not exclusively, but, uh, a little bit, nice. super, super weird bit of tele trivia there for the people who, who remember teleboards. Um, but <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so, so I assume, I assume you ride lifts some of the days and backcountry ski that some of the days. Do you have, uh, I mean, and we're talking now, like, do you have kind of a go-to resort that you, um, and how often would you say you split your days between backcountry skiing and lift serve? 
Well, these days it's basically all backcountry. Um, I haven't had a pass for a few years, and uh, I think I think we went. I think we rode lifts at Mad River like two or three days last year. Um, and that was it. Um, it's, Mad River is sort of the go-to resort if we're going to ride lifts. We ski Ellen once in a while too. Um, but uh, and there, uh, yeah. But basically, it's basically all backcountry at this point. And and honestly, it's uh, yeah. I don't I don't really have anything against riding lifts, but I. I'd kind of rather just be in the woods. So um, that's that's just what I find myself gravitating towards. And it, the full range of backcountry skiing, for sure. I mean, I do AT days and days on the skinny skis and a um, little bit of Nordic skiing in there and um, you know, everything in between. But um, yeah. Cool. Yeah. I think most days, I think most, day, most years I might ride two or three days on the lifts, if, I, if anything, uh, it's just, I guess if I have to pick one or the other, I'm, and backcountry skiing is available, I'm gonna go do that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I was gonna ask you to to. I, I know you're a big biker. I was gonna ask you to pick if you had to pick one or the other, ski or bike. I know this is an impossible question, but uh, I know I, I'm gonna skip that one. I'm not gonna put you okay. on. Make you pick. One <laughs> one. I I appreciate that. <laughs> so so let's talk about your time at the CTA now we are you are approaching this spring it'll be three years um that you've been with the CTA as the executive director uh, what were you before you came to the CTA what were you doing uh before the CTA there were there was a lot of biking in my life for sure I <laughs> I ran a collegiate cycling program down in Asheville North Carolina so competitive um race team we raced mountain bikes cyclocross and and road and um so was, uh coaching and running that program it was really great, really great job, really fun. Um, worked with a lot of amazing student athletes. Um, and I was doing, I did that for about five years. Um, prior to that, I, I ran events for Onion River Sports, now Onion River Outdoors, and, and uh, was, a, was a teacher, high school teacher for a while. Um, worked for BYCC, and I had a stint as a writer and editor for a mountain bike website. So I've, it's sort of circuitous career path. It's been a little all over the place, but um, Lots of lots of tie-ins to uh, you know, um, getting out outdoor work and getting people outside um, throughout it. Nice. And so, and then when you found the job, um, when you discovered the job at the CTA, were you guys were were you looking for a way back to Vermont? Were you already on your way back to Vermont? Um, <clears throat> what was the did the job bring you back to Vermont, or were you kind of already on your way? We, we knew we were coming back. Yeah, Asheville had always been, uh, it's an awesome town. I totally uh, encourage people to, especially if you like mountain biking or, or road biking or um, hiking, trail running, whitewater paddling, it's a really, really cool place to check out. Um, but we always knew we were gonna come back to Vermont. My wife's from here uh, as well. She grew up in Montpelier and um, we, uh, we own the land in Moortown that we have a house on now. And so we were, it was going to happen and, um, one way or another. Uh, but yeah, when the, when the CTA job came up, it was like, that's what I want to do. That's it right there. Um, so, uh, I got lucky. <laughs> was there, was there anything else on the table at that time or was it kind of like, uh, I mean, we wanted to come back. So I was looking around, um, but it was, um, 
it was, it, you know, I, and I, I it had applied to a couple other jobs, I think, but this was definitely what I wanted to do. And I was calling in every favor I could think of to make it, make it happen. Um, but uh, yeah. We're glad to have you. <laughs> uh, so what was it like coming into, a, like our, our team's pretty small. Uh, there's two of us that are full-time and we have, um, you know, our business manager, part-time business manager, Matt Larson, and then an AmeriCorps, a rotating cast of AmeriCorps members um, that we're actually trying to slow the rotation down a little bit right now. Um, what was it like coming into such a small organization and being asked to be like, to we take over the, the reins and lead it? Yeah, it was, um, it's definitely, it was super exciting. It's also a big challenge for sure. I mean, I think like, yeah, small, small organizations are, you know, they're pretty common in Vermont and, but they're a challenge in that you, you got the, the job is a little bit of everything. And so, um, it's, it's, uh, there's, there's just a lot of, a lot of, all the jobs are sort of composite jobs of like all these little pieces that have to happen for the organization to work. And, um, you know, I think that the CTA in particular has a pretty diverse, like, program portfolio. I don't know if that's the right word, but like, um, you know, obviously the Catamount Trail is sort of the, has always been the core of our work and is really central to the organization, but the, but we do a lot at this point uh, beyond the Catamount Trail and in conservation work with our, with our youth programs, with the chapter program, with tours, um, with events, communications, policy work on the statewide level. So uh, there's a lot going on and there's, there's a lot of history um, and uh, it, it definitely took, um, took a lot of time to sort of wrap my, wrap my head around um, the, the sort of full scope of the organization. Um, so did when you, so when you first stepped foot in the office, did you feel like ready to do it or did it, with a little bit of hindsight, does it, does it, did it take a little bit of time to kind of like, get a hold of everything and I kind of grow into the role a little bit, maybe. Yeah. Uh, I think probably both. And, you know, I, I certainly had ideas and, and, uh, um, had talked to a lot of people who former board members or people who had been involved in backcountry skiing in Vermont. But, you know, I, I think it's where we're at now as an organization and where I'm at now as the ED is certainly not where, you know, I would have sort of placed, um, myself for the organization three years ago. Um, and that, that's just, uh, which is great. You know, I think that's like the beauty of, of running a good process is that you discover things that, um, you know, we've gone through a strategic planning process and, and some other, uh, things since then. And like, that's, that's the beauty of it. You, you sort of uncover things that you wouldn't have anticipated. And, and so much of it is, um, you know, sort of how that, where the, the interest and the passion is within the community and, and uh, trying to support that. And, and so um, it's, it's been really fun to see how things have, have evolved and um, to, to get to know, you know, every year I meet, I get to get to know more, <laughs> more members of the CTA community. That's slowed down a little bit this year for sure, but um, a little harder to connect with, with people, but um, yeah, it's, it's, an ever-expanding circle for me, which is really fun. Yeah, I mean, it seems like the last three years went by kind of in a blink. <clears throat> um, looking back on it, maybe not the last like <laughs> few months, but um, 
So how would you how would you say it's going? Is it is it kind of a, an extension of the last question? Like, is it what you expected, or um, is it more? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it's, but I'll let you speak. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I think um, I it it it's it's different and more and um, you know I, I think things are going really well. I feel uh, really excited um, about what we're doing as an organization right now and, and the direction that we're headed and I feel like we have an awesome team in place and a, a really great board in place and um, you know just lots of lots of pieces are sort of coming together um, in, in really exciting ways. It's not you know there were challenges that were out there for the organization that I, I knew about coming in and others that I didn't, of course. And, um, you know, I think uh, through the interview process in the first, uh, you know, six months, 12 months of the job, we had some ideas about what we really needed to solve for and where we needed to go. And um, some of that stuff is still in motion, but, um, you know, I, as, as we sort of alluded to that, that direction has shifted a little bit. I think that the headline in that is the growth of our youth programs. Um, and that's one of those things that, you know, I think everybody would have agreed was important, you know, from, from the beginning of, of my tenure and well before that. Um, but to see the way that um, communities have responded and the, the interest and participation levels that we've seen, um, you know, with, with a little bit of extra input, um, you know, we, we've just seen that program uh, grow exponentially and, and the interest, um, is, is almost unlimited at this point. And so, um, you know, we've, we've wanted to do more in that space for a while, I think, and now that the organic, uh, interest and, and desire of communities to participate and get more kids out skiing is there. And so that's, that's really driving a lot of what we're doing. And, and, uh, that's just like really, really exciting to see. Um, you know, I think, uh, the, the benefits of being outside are, you know, clearer and clearer for all sorts of reasons, physical health, mental health, community relationships. Um, and so to, to play a more active role in making that possible for, for people, um, students and, and adults across the state is really exciting to me. For sure. I mean, I feel like this year, some of the community programs that we've started kind of in response to kind of the pandemic and just being able to continue connecting some of these communities with the outdoors have, have really kind of, I feel like have really opened our eye, our, our eyes to some of the need and the, the desire that's out there. Um, just because, I mean, I think about, I'm thinking of our Gilbrook program right now and like yeah. we were expecting dozens of people to participate maybe. <laughs> and we've had, the weeks have gone from like, you know, 45 people to a hundred people. It's, yeah. We just don't have like, we just, we can't meet the need right now. Yeah. It's, it's like, and, it, and seeing that need out there and being such a, it being so great, it just makes us, I feel like we're all kind of like wanting to kind of like figure out how we can better serve all of these people. So. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I feel like I, I've, I really feel like, you know, the, the trail is an amazing resource and the backcountry zones are amazing resources, but they're, they're just platforms ultimately. And, you know, the, the, the power of those resources comes from, you know, people using them and the, the experiences that they have and the relationships that form while they're out there skiing the trail or exploring these zones. And, you know, that's, that's really the, the power of them. And so um, I think what we're 
what we're learning more and more, and it, it's just maybe it's sort of obvious and <laughs> simple, but it, you know, the, the, the easier we make it for people to, to get out on skis in their backyards and the more we um, sort of reduce those barriers and make the equipment available for free and, and, you know, ease the transportation burden, all those things that you know, people are, you know, really excited to get out there. And um, so that's, that to me is just such impactful work and, and uh, I'm really glad to see us doing more of it. Yeah. And it's just so exciting to see. I mean, it's like, it's feel good work, but at the same time, it's, you know, it's, it's just waiting there for someone to do it. And we're, yeah. I feel like we're so well positioned right now. Yeah. And it is feel good work, but it's important too. You know, I think um, certainly the pandemic has reinforced that in a really visceral way for a lot of people, you know, to, to sort of see all this, it's been so inspiring to see all the stories of people who have sort of reconnected with going for long walks or, you know, um, or skiing or mountain biking or hiking or whatever it is, like whatever gets them outside. Um, and just the, the, um, the way that that has sort of gotten people through this really challenging year has been really cool to see. Um, you know, in, in some ways, um, but I think all you know the the research on the role that being outside can play for people in in you know um, maintaining physical health, maintaining mental health, um, and in all sorts of other educational outcomes, and you know the list goes on. It's, it's pretty compelling, and it's a growing body of research, I think. Um, and so, uh, I'm I'm certainly not an expert in it, but I you know I I try to it's it's cool to see the, the sort of research catching up to that and just that it's it's important to be outside it's important to um you know in vermont that means for a large chunk of the year you got to get outside in in winter and that's you know uncomfortable for a lot of people and um it it requires some skill sets to to have to be comfortable and to have fun doing it um and so you know i think that's that that's sort of where we can come in to help um help facilitate that so for sure. <clears throat> yeah. Well, and so kind of along those lines, do you have, is there one aspect of your work at the CTA that you found like over, like super rewarding? Like one of the things that you're really glad that you're involved in? I don't, I don't know if I could pick one, you know, it's like, I feel like we're talking a lot about youth programs here, but I, I could stop sort of, you know, I, we could go off on a tangent about our conservation work and the amazing partners that we, that we work with there and the, the sort of long-term impact of, of conserving um, both the trail and, and mountain landscapes that we're involved in, um, you know, I, the the same could be said for the the trail work and the the work with chapters and um, you know the, the impact that that has on on communities and um, so I, there's a, that's to me that's what's exciting is that um, you know I think we talk a lot about about access and um, you know getting people outside but I I think what I really love is that I, I feel like we take a, you know, fairly holistic approach to that. We're not, um, you know, just, just engaged in one aspect of it. We're, we're building the resources. We're trying to make sure that they're, you know, protected for the long haul. And we're, we're trying to invest in, um, you know, the, the programs to actually give people the tools to get out and use them, um, and, and explore their backyard. So I, um, I don't know that, 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 you know, to me, it's like the fact that we do all, you know, it's not, it's, it's like, it's not the one thing it's that we do all of it. Um, that I think is most, uh, energizing and, and exciting. So what's, so on, on the opposite side of that, what's one aspect of the job you could do? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's a, 
Yeah, I feel like we're we're really, you know, in a lot of ways, um, we're really lucky. Like, um, you know, there's there's a, it's a pretty small world. This like, um, you know, outdoor recreation nonprofit world in in Vermont in particular, but in in general, and and it's really it's 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 it is definitely hard work at times, but it's it's really fun and rewarding too, and and uh, you get to work with a lot of phenomenal people, and so. Yeah, you know, I don't know. I don't know that anybody would say that they like love raising money or some of these other things, but like, you know, it's okay. I was gonna say, like, if you had to give up, if you didn't have to fundraise, would you would you miss that? <laughs> I mean, I, I, don't know if I, I don't know if I'd miss it, but we do. You know, we also like we have awesome supporters too, who are you know, it's it's uh, who are fun to who are great people to to get to work with too. So it's it does connect um, with a lot of great people. Yeah, it really does. Like the. The volunteer and supporter and member base of, you know, I think of, of most outdoor rec organizations in Vermont, but certainly the CTA, it's just such an amazing group of people. And it, it really is like, it's inspiring to get to go, go out on the trail or, or visit, um, visit everybody and like hear their, hear their stories of how they got involved and, and what they've, you know, how they've worked with the organization over the years. And um, yeah, we're, we're, indebted to them in a in in more ways than we even know um for sure i mean i do want people to know that we do not like asking for money (laughs) (laughs) um though it does come with like you're saying with all these perks that it does connect us like we do have such a great community and um there's some so many amazing people and stories and the history of the trail like you know this isn't we've been around for 35 plus years so uh I've been with the organization now going on, I don't even know, eight or nine years, eight years, I think. And you're always meeting new people and learning new things. And it's, it's just such a, it is a really special community and a kind of a privilege to be yeah. uh, sit where we sit. Yeah, sure. absolutely. Yeah. So, all right. So uh, if you didn't get the job at the <laughs> and what would you be doing right now in 2021? Oh man, I have no idea. I have no idea. I, I you know, I, I like, and I, it, it's a, it's sort of a, a, a retrospective through line for sure. It, it, it's at times been intentional and at times serendipitous and at times not really there at all. But, you know, I, I do think I sort of look back on the work I've done and it, it does, the, the through line is engaging in ways to get people outside in meaningful ways and connect to the landscape and connect to place and, and, um, so I, I'd like to think I'd probably be doing something, you know, generally um, in that vein. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, it's hard to it's hard to go back and think what else I would have done. It... <laughs> totally. Um, yeah, I'm glad so, I'm here now for sure. Yeah. So kind of along those lines, I mean, basically, our you know what we do at the CTA, we kind of alluded to it. We help people get outside, play outside, and so why. Why do you feel like playing outside? And we kind of we alluded to this too, but like why it's so important? Why should other people care about getting you know people out, like us helping us get other people outside? Yeah, I mean, I think you know there's sort of two ways to respond to that. One, it, there's there, there's sort of the analytical take, which we we spoke to a little bit earlier. That you know there are a lot of um, you know real outcomes associated with being outside, and and uh, um, and I think those are really important and and uh, important to, to 
stay connected to and in touch with and, and integrate into our work and they help us do our work better. But yeah, there's also just the personal element of it for me that when I look at my own, you know, my, my best friendships, my closest relationships are all ones that were forged on trails, you know, or in the woods one way or another. Um, and I think that's, that's true for a lot of people, you know, and, and uh, it's certainly been a part, a huge part of what's connected me to, to the land of Vermont as well in a really deep uh, and intimate way. You know, I, um, you know, for some people it's, it's, uh, it's farming for some people it's, you know, gardening, you know, for, but for me, it's, it's getting out in the woods on my, on my skis or bike or, or, um, you know, hiking or, or running or whatever. And, and so, um, you know, I, I think that just knowing it took me a little while to come to terms with that, you know, I, um, in some ways, or just to sort of recognize that, um, and to sort of, uh, acknowledge the importance of it. Um, but, you know, I think that's, on a personal level, that's, that's it for me. It's just sort of knowing the impact that, that it's had on my life and knowing the impact that it's had on, on a lot of people's lives who I know, and just, um, really feeling, um, you know, passionately that we, if more people had the chance to engage in that and experience it, you know, we'd, we'd all be better off. And, um, so, you know, I, I think that's, that's what it comes down to in the end. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I, I, sometimes I think about this in terms of like education, you know, like where people that don't have kids are like, why should I have to pay for <laughs> my taxes to go to school? And I'm like, well, you live in a world with other people, right? And you yeah. want those people to be educated. And I feel like the same thing's true, like with outdoor, like being able to play outside, like all those positive outcomes that are a result of having access to kind of recreation and being outside and all this stuff, like they make they not only make those lives, people's lives better, but those people are like, they're more fun to engage with. And like, if you live in a world with, you know, people that have like positive outlook on life and, you know, it's just everybody, it just elevates everybody. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. Plus it's just fun, right? Skiing's just yeah. fun. Communities <laughs> like Randolph, like where these gear, like these kind of like outdoor centers are popping up, like life there is great. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like recreation's opening this door for having people having like great lives. There's businesses coming in, like you know what I mean. I just think like it 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 creates a space, where, a place where people want to be, and if people yeah. want to be there, they're gonna want to build a wonderful life there. And then like that affects the neighbors, and so yeah. it kind of trickles down. Um, so absolutely, yeah. I'm, it's nice to be able to play a role in that, you know, yeah. here the, for sure. Uh, so getting kind of close to the end, so. Imagine 40 years from now, you're looking back on your time at the CTA, and what what is what is it that Matt Williams is known as is remembered for? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I don't know. Um, I, I don't, you know, I, 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 I do feel like there's. Um, uh, you know, don't 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 take this don't take this in a self-aggrandizing way <laughs> so I'm not, I'm not suggesting any sort of equivalency um but you know like um you know I, the organization has been we have been around for a long time you know I, like barack obama talks about like the relay race and you're just like passing along the baton right and we're we're um you know we're just we're just doing our little thing in our corner of the recreation world in vermont but like you know, we have been around for 35 years and you do like you talk to 
um, the people who were involved at the beginning. And it, there is that, there is an element of that to it, you know, where you really, you know, I feel like um, we're sort of, there is a legacy to, to the organization that we're, that we're stewarding and, um, you know, sort of passing that on. But I, I hope that um, sort of we collectively as the staff and the board at this point can, you know, sort of leave, leave our mark on things and leave it, leave it better than we found it. And, and, um, you know, leave it a, you know, help, help the, the organization continue to be dynamic. I think one of the, the cool, exciting things about CTA is just, it, it just has, in, in my sort of short period of involvement with it, it's just never felt, it doesn't feel like it's ever been a static organization. Like, yes, we built a trail, um, but we never sort of organizationally stopped at that. Um, and it took a long time and it took a huge amount of work and, and time and money, but, but we didn't like then say, okay, we're done. You know, and, and the sport has evolved too. Um, but I, I think, you know, it's a pretty dynamic time in outdoor rec right now. And so, um, you know, I think we're, we're grappling with a lot around climate change and, and changes in the outdoor rec world. And um, so, you know, I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm filibustering a bit here, you know, but I, um, I don't know exactly what it will be. I, I, I hope that the youth programs piece is part of it. You know, I, I hope that we can really dramatically expand that program and that that's a part of it. And if that was all of it, I'd be happy with that. But I, I think we've got a little more up our sleeves too. So. For sure. Yeah. I mean, it seems to me like what you're getting at is like, even in my time here, like the, the organization has evolved quite a bit. You know, we, when I started, like the trail was it, that's all we did. And now, you know, now chapters exist, youth programs have expanded, you know, significantly. And, you know, with climate change on the horizon, you know, basically staring us down right now, um, you know, we know more changes are coming, you know, to like what it yeah. means to recreate in the wintertime. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, hopefully we just, both of us are just kind of like, in, in our, our tenure is like passing, like maintaining our, our relevance at, and getting people outside and helping people recreate while while we're here. Yeah. Uh, depending on what the ground game is, you know, <laughs> it's like, uh, so uh, any, any other thoughts that you want to share with like people that, you know, you might not have met yet that are out there? Um, it's, uh, I was going to say, the last, my last question is like, what, any thoughts on what's next after the CTA or, um, or are you still feeling like you're just getting started here? Yeah, I'm not there yet. That's for sure. Um, no, I, I feel like, gonna have to say um, that, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, right. I have to say but for sure. But, you know, at the same time, I, I think we've, we've, um, alluded to it in various places. Like we're just, I, it's really exciting to me the pro some of the projects that are in the works and it's it's sort of frustrating to have to like say that without offering a lot of specifics and details you know some of them you know we we work a lot with um you know public land managers and private land um owners as well and like projects just take a while you know and it, there's we want to do it right and and uh that that takes time for sure and um but but there's some really exciting conversations going and and some projects that are pretty close and um, you know, there's other things like, like the youth programs that we can talk a little more about, but, um, there's, there's, uh, yeah, there's, there's a lot to, to try to make happen over the next, next few years. And, and so I, I'm, I feel like I'm, I'm pretty focused on, on that, which is, which is fun, you know, and, um, I, I, I think the, the big, the big thing to say is just is to express the gratitude to the, 
you know, so many members and, and supporters, um, you know, who I've met and haven't met. And, you know, I think, uh, it's, it's just endlessly amazing to, um, you know, we, we send out letters, we send out emails and, and, um, you know, people, people respond. And, and, and then when, when I do get to talk to people or when I see the notes that people send or, you know, it's, um, it's clear how much the trail and, and how much these backcountry zones mean to people, you know, and how much, how much the work um, we do impacts people's, you know, lives. And so that's, I'm really grateful to, to get to be a part of, a part of that, but um, also just so grateful that for, for people's support, you know, it's, um, you don't have to pay to use the Catamount Trail. You don't have to pay to go ski at um, any of the chapter zones. Um, that's, that's not how it's set up. So it's, um, uh, but it, it does take a lot of work and it does um, take money to, to make these things happen. And so um, just endlessly and ever grateful to, to the people who, who step up and, and say, yeah, I want to support it. Yeah, well, thank you. Um... So I think that's it. So, um, you know, thank you, Matt, for taking some time out of your day. I know uh, it's been a little bit weird this year. We're, we're, we're all working kind of remotely. I do get to like kind of co-op the office more often than anybody else. Uh, but um, it, must, it must be nice not having to commute as much. <laughs> um, I want to for backyard skis, that's for sure. So. And I want to thank everybody that's, uh, that's watching this right now or might watch this in the future. Uh, we appreciate your attention. Um, you can find more of Matt's recent work over at catamounttrail.org. Um, and, you know, consider renewing that membership uh, if you want, while you're, if you're visiting. Um, and with that, uh, stay tuned. Next week, we're going to be sitting down with uh, Milan Kubala. He's uh, also known as the Denim Ghost and uh, here in Vermont. And uh, we'll, you know, See what happens. Uh, happy winter. Thanks, Greg. All right, and we're out.